Is your bathroom looking old and worn out? Want to update it, but you don't know where to start? Then let VCI Bath & Shower show you how to turn that old bath into an aisle of beauty and functionality. Our residential bathroom solutions provide the best value on the market, and our customer service is second to none. Our cost-effective VCI Bath & Shower family of products has what you need. Remodeling our bathroom was a big decision for us. They didn't make a mess out of our house at all. And at the end of the day, we had a beautiful new bathroom. And it was a great experience the whole way through. We have the best monthly payment programs in the industry, with payments as low as $68 per month, or no interest, no payments for 18 months. That's right. Get the bathroom of your dreams now and pay for it in 2021. Call 1-800-462-5722 for a free no-obligation price quote. That's 1-800-462-5722. When you want quality bathroom products at a great price, it's got to be BCI Bath & Shower. That's 1-800-462-5722. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls... You're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you here, deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. Lots of sports are happening right now, which means most of the sportsbook operators are trying to attract attention to get more customers. Just how exactly are they doing that and which states are expanding to allow sports betting within their borders? Well, that's what we're going to find out because we're going to be talking with Adam Small from usbets.com and Better Collective. He's going to be telling us how the sportsbook operators are going to be using their advertising and the new states where we may see those advertisements. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. Supercharge your productivity at home or work with the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. Use promo code RADIO15 at morelabs.com to get 15% off your first purchase of the Life Hack Pack or any of their other great products. That's promo code RADIO15 to take advantage of this great promo of 15% off your first purchase at morelabs.com. The Life Hack Pack from More Labs. Drink smart with morning recovery, sleep easy with dream well, and get more done with liquid focus. You can finally do it all with help from More Labs. 
Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare benefits line now. It's easy. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. 217-1797. You're listening to the House of Cards. Lose track of time in those casinos. There's no windows, there's no clocks, and you never walk away from the table when you're on a heater. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishelder with you. It's been an incredibly busy month for sportsbook operators. All the sports were playing at one time, and operators are trying to reach as much of an audience as they can while also preparing to open their books in new markets across the country. And as always, to keep us up to date about what's going on in the gambling world, we are lucky to talk with Adam Small from usbets.com and Better Collective. Adam, thanks for coming on. Hey, Dave. Yeah, great to be back. Oh, it's always great having you. And, and like I said, it, it's been an incredibly busy month for in the sports betting business. I mean, a lot of operators are trying to get the word out and about their services. And uh, so one of the hot topics out there is for marketers is uh, the marketing strategies. Now, you're a part of a panel about omni-channel marketing at G2E, which for people who don't know is a huge gaming convention. And like I said, that's a big topic in the business. However, for people out there listening who aren't familiar with the term, what do we mean when we say omni-channel marketing? Yeah, it was it was really interesting, actually. So uh, the panel hasn't gone live yet. It's going to go live later in October. Okay. And uh, I'm not sure exactly when this, this show airs, but it'll be probably around the same time, I guess. And uh, I had a couple of CEOs on there, and as well as the, the head of U.S. gaming for Optimove, which is the biggest uh, CRM, customer relationship management uh, service for in the gaming industry. And I was learning myself quite a bit in this because I've been my business has always been for uh, nearly 20 years now that I've been in this industry uh, on the acquisition side. I'm helping operators, uh, gaming companies bring in new customers. And what these um, omni-channel marketing solutions and CRM solutions do is they they try to uh, deal more on the retention side with customers. They're looking for ways to take existing customers and re-engage them if they become disengaged or to get them, you know, continue engagement with them or increase engagement with them. And what's changed a lot in the, in the digital era, these last, I guess, 20 to 25 years, and particularly the more recent years where, uh, you know, once everything's gone mobile is that, uh, operators are trying to find ways and casinos are trying to find ways to engage people via their devices, uh, not just by, sending direct mailers out like you you get still probably i'm sure dave i'm sure you get mailers from borgata sometimes i even get them down (laughs) in georgia where it's like uh you know special summer rate like book book now for a weekend in atlantic city i get that stuff um i'm sure you know living there you get even more and uh and so that's that's kind of a more traditional means of marketing but omni channel they're looking to target very specific messages based on uh user profile sometimes based on your physical location like if you're if you're near the property or on the property you might get a different kind of message and notification to your phone or something like that than you would get if you're uh, somewhere else so they're they're tracking user behavior a lot more digitally and uh, and trying to target very specific messages to people based on that you know when we're on the radio right now and uh, usually we're on a sports talk channel and all these sports talk channels 
say their target audience are males 18 to 35 years old. Is that a sportsbook operator's main target? I mean, do they go how the sports media uh, looks at marketing? Is it who, who are the market that sportsbook operators are trying to reach? Sure. Yeah, that's a good question. I definitely think that that it, that is an interesting target audience, the one that you just mentioned. But I don't think that encompasses all of the main audience. I would say that it is a male focused marketing effort. But the age range goes a bit higher. I would say probably more like up to uh, up to forty nine or even fifty five. Um, and obviously, they're targeting older customers as well. But I think the uh, the big target audience for sports betting is is those males, uh, you know, from college age all the way up to kind of the uh, the middle age type males. And uh, I think online casino skews a bit older than that, but for sports betting, maybe, maybe up into the, into the early to mid fifties. Do they develop a national plan or is it a more state to state plan? I mean, do they approach a state that has 60% people betting online differently than they approach a state with 90% people betting online? I mean, does it get that specific or is it a national plan and they just put it into sections of the country? Uh, that's a good question, Dave. I mean, I think it's it's a thing that's changing a lot mm-hmm. recently just because of the, the proliferation over the last year or two of sports betting in the U.S. and particularly online sports betting. Because in 2018, when, when PASPA went down after the Supreme Court case that, that said that you know, the law banning sports betting in most of the U.S. was was not a valid law, um, and the sports betting started to get legalized in a lot of U.S. states. Uh, we see more and more of these operators that were more like local and regional operators, kind of trying to go national, um, but at the same time, still in most of the U.S., sports betting is not legal, particularly in what we call the Big Four states. Um, New York, I guess, is an exception because. Technically, sports betting is legal in New York, but it's only legal at a few tribal yeah. casinos that are nowhere near the city. So I'm not sure that really yeah, counts. Right. But um, but in California, Florida, and uh, and Texas, there's still no legal sports betting. So you know those states make up a, a huge chunk of the population. Just those four. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. In a market already crowded by a number of online options, PointsBet simply stands out. And if you still haven't signed up with PointsBet, now is the perfect time. So don't wait and sign up today. Awesome daily promos, odds boosters you won't find anywhere else, early payout promos, it's all at PointsBet.com. You can bet from anywhere in New Jersey using your mobile device. And don't forget to try your hand at points betting, where your potential winnings or losses from a bet aren't fixed, but variable right up until the end of the game. The more you're right, the more you win. And now PointsBet has a brand new offer for new customers. Just sign up using our promo code HOUSE, H-O-U-S-E, and you'll receive four risk-free bets up to $1,000. This is the largest welcome offer in the sports betting marketplace, and we do encourage new players to take advantage. And make sure you use our promo code HOUSE to get this special sign-up offer. That's promo code HOUSE, H-O-U-S-E. Bets you won't believe, moments you'll never forget. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to House of Cards. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're on. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Adam Small from usbets.com and Better Collective. Sorry about that. Radio has to do its business, you know. Why don't you continue what you were saying before the break? Uh, A 
around a lot of the country now um, and a lot of mid-sized states and even some bigger states like like Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Michigan, um, and, and hopefully soon Ohio, Illinois, uh, Virginia is coming very soon. A lot of the bigger states are starting to have it, including online, and it does make the marketing strategy a bit more national than it has been historically. And I think this is where certain operators uh, clearly have a very big advantage. Uh, FanDuel and DraftKings are the ones that come to mind most quickly for, for the obvious reason that they've been marketing other products that they've been able to get away with offering for real money for years uh, in most of the states in the country. So while they don't have a sports betting audience per se, they do have uh, real money uh People willing to, uh, I'm not supposed to say wager, I guess, but people willing to <laughs> risk real money on, uh, on certain aspects of games that are already used to depositing money into their, into their services and, and, uh, and, and making, making plays for money. And, uh, and there are other services that, that do things like that. And then there are also, um, operators like Barstool Sports that just launched that have a national, uh, online media platform that's very engaged and very geared towards gambling. And so uh, when Penn National bought a big chunk of Barstool Sports and, and, and then, you know, turned them into a sports betting operator that is currently live in one state but will soon be live in more, uh, they're, they're kind of trying to do the same thing. Take a national marketing strategy that's really already happened and turn that into a sports betting marketing strategy and it puts a lot of these guys at, at an advantage compared to say these European operators that are coming over with effectively no no US brand equity at all uh, very little very very small percentage of the population who even knows what bet 365 is or Unibet is in the US and they've kind of got to start from scratch just getting their name out there so yeah I mean I think the, the ones that have done that national strategy, as you say, are at a big advantage. You know, yeah, you predicted one of my questions because I have Barstool Sports in my notes that I wanted to talk to you about. Are, are they the model right now for omni-channel marketing? I mean, they have radio shows, streaming television shows, podcasts, blogs, a very strong social media presence, and they did a strategic partnership with Penn National Gaming, and now they have a branded retail sports book in Greektown Casino in Detroit. Are they the model yeah. of what sportsbook operators can and should be doing with omni-channel marketing? Well, it's a really interesting question because I, my first instinct is to say yes. I, I think um, they're doing an excellent job of having their name show up in a lot of different formats and places, on the radio, on the billboards, uh, you know, in online search, just all kinds of places that people are looking that they are showing up. Um, my, my panel and the people that I was speaking to were kind of talking about something a bit different mm -hmm. where they were focused more, less, less on brand building and brand awareness and more on what you do with existing customers. So I think it's a little bit of confusing terminology, the whole omni-channel thing, but it's really more about what they're doing with their existing customers okay. and how to target offers to them and target messaging to them. To, to engage them uh, to the max and get the highest uh, customer values. But um, I think that when we're talking about acquisitions, yeah, I mean, Barstool is in a lot of ways a model because they're in so many places. Now, I mean, back on DraftKings and FanDuel, they have also been doing this for years and they've been actually promoting products for years, not just their brand name. And so I still, I still find them to be at a significant advantage in that um, – you know, not only do they have an engaged user base who knows their name, but they also have had people depositing money in and risking money in their offerings for years and years. So they've been building that kind of trust and also building a database of people that are, are very strong leads because they've already been doing something very similar to betting real money on sports. I'm curious, has the pandemic changed the way sportsbooks market themselves? I mean, like you said, I'm sitting here in New Jersey, and I was watching TV before I uh, came on to do the interview, and I saw about five television commercials for gambling. I, I saw a Bet MGM commercial, yeah, no FanDuel, DraftKings, and there was online casinos like you wouldn't believe on TV. I actually saw, I mean, we also have the Pennsylvania channels. I saw a commercial for online poker, which I never thought I would see. I mean, how has the pandemic changed marketing? 
And do you think it's just a temporary thing? I mean, once people start getting out, do you think they'll rely on TV the much as much as they have been, especially in New Jersey or in Pennsylvania, as they were during the pandemic? Well, it's an interesting question about um, about the pandemic. I mean, I thought things were headed this way regardless. Uh, I think the pandemic has sped a lot of things up, a lot of things, uh, gambling and otherwise, in terms of um, moving things more digital, even than, than how they were already headed or, or hastening the move towards digital. So um, I think you're on to something there. I definitely think that there was more urgency in states like Michigan that we're predicting a launch in uh, in 2021 sometime, and now it sounds like mid-November of this year for Michigan sports betting to start. Uh, some other states that have passed laws relatively recently, uh, Virginia is an example, that are, are planning to launch before the end of this year. Uh, Tennessee finally got off their butts and, uh, and, and started moving towards a launch plan, which appears to be happening before the end of, of October or, you know, at the very latest, the beginning of November. And, uh, and so you do see, I think, just a hastening need to, to get everybody playing online and not, you know, forcing people into brick and mortar venues. A really interesting development has been the one in Illinois over the last several months. And it's still, um, an ongoing situation, a fluctuating situation. But Illinois, for, for those who don't know, and those who don't know are probably most, um, <laughs> is it, they had passed the sports betting law that, effectively said that once the market launched, there was an 18-month period before people could register online for sports betting. So if you were based in Illinois, and uh, once that market launched and you wanted to bet on sports, you had to register your account online, but you had to physically appear at a casino to verify your account before you could actually start doing your online betting for real money, uh, which is the same as a system in Nevada for years, by the way, um, and the system in Iowa for now. But Illinois did this as it's a protectionist measure. It's set up to, uh, you know, to give advantage to existing on the ground operators before they, before people like uh, the Sandals and DraftKings are able to compete with them and give, just give a marketing edge to the casinos on the ground that have properties, particularly the ones that have properties around Chicago, where most of the population is in the state. And uh, in the middle of the pandemic, I think it was June that this first happened, the governor made an executive order that um, that turned this practice on its head and basically just said, no, okay, everybody who's authorized now can, in fact, take online registrations because we don't want to be needlessly sending people into casinos, which is smart, right? Yep. And uh and so that went on for uh, a few weeks and then got the, the order got renewed by the governor and went on for a few more weeks and then it didn't get renewed. And there was a period of about three weeks where once again, people needed to go to a casino if they wanted to register for online, online sports betting in Illinois. And then the governor did renew the executive order again and has since renewed it. But it's still, every time they renew it, it's for three or four weeks. And we really don't know what's happening until right around when it's, when it's set to expire. <laughs> Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private Healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-231-9279. That's 800-231-9279. 800-231-9279. When it comes to online sports betting, PlaySugarHouse.com offers players one of the best experiences in the state of New Jersey. PlaySugarHouse.com offers millions of betting options on the sports you love. 
They offer live in-game betting on sporting events worldwide, money line bets, point spreads, prop bets, play-by-play bets, and many more. All at PlaySugarHouse.com, your new home for sports betting in New Jersey. Take advantage of one of their 12 easy deposit methods to get in on all the action. And now when you sign up at PlaySugarHouse.com using our promo code HOUSE, they'll match your first deposit up to $250. More bets, better odds at PlaySugarHouse.com. Sign up today at PlaySugarHouse.com and don't forget to use our promo code HOUSE to take advantage of their first deposit match up to $250. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-757-1255. 800-757-1255. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-757-1255. 800-757-1255. That's 800-757-1255. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Unlock your best self with the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. The Life Hack Pack contains two bottles of morning recovery, two bottles of Dreamwell, and two bottles of liquid focus. The Life Hack Pack is specially designed to help you live your life not just better, but smarter. Morning recovery is designed to be taken while drinking or up to an hour after your last drink. Dreamwell is designed to be taken 30 minutes before you're ready to fall asleep. And liquid focus is designed to be taken 30 minutes before you have to lock in and get stuff done. Supercharge your productivity at home or work with the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. Use promo code RADIO15 at morelabs.com to get 15% off your first purchase of the Life Hack Pack or any of their other great products. That's promo code RADIO15 to take advantage of this great promo of 15% off your first purchase at morelabs.com. The Life Hack Pack from More Labs. Drink smart with morning recovery, sleep easy with dream well, and get more done with liquid focus. You can finally do it all with help from More Labs. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of October 26, 2020. According to the New Jersey Division of Gaming Enforcement, gambling revenue in Atlantic City casinos was down for the month of September. Brick-and-mortar table games and slots brought in $190.6 million in revenue, down $33.9 million from September of last year. However, online gaming revenue in New Jersey increased, bringing in $87.6 million in September, a $46.5 million increase compared to this time last year. The Pennsylvania Gaming Control Board reported that casino revenue is up in the month of September. The state's casinos brought in $284.2 million in revenue, a 1% increase from September of 2019. The top performer was Parks Casino, generating $53.5 million in revenue, followed by Mount Airy Casino, Bet Rivers Philadelphia, and Valley Forge Casino Resort. And finally, a huge jackpot was won at the Hard Rock Casino in Atlantic City last week. 
A plumber from New Jersey who identified himself only as James was playing the Royal Flush Mega Jackpot on Ultimate Texas Hold'em when he hit big, turning a $5 bet into $1.3 million. James says he plans to put away some money for his kids and take his wife on a vacation. Congratulations to James on his big win. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. You're listening to House of Cards. Where was the house? Where was the house of cards? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Adam Small from usbets.com and Better Collective. Sorry about that. Radio has to do its business, you know. Why don't you continue what you were saying before the break? So they've got a, an even weirder situation there in Illinois, uh, and, and it's frustrating, definitely, for industry stakeholders and for, I think, players, uh, you know, just people in the state not knowing whether they can do it or not from week to week. Uh, certainly if it's, if it's confusing for someone like me, it's probably very confusing for just, you know, a random person in Illinois who wants to bet on sports and doesn't follow the industry minute to minute like I do. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we're seeing a lot of different things in, in different states. Um, you know, and, and the pandemic has, has affected, affect a lot of things. I mean, you look at New Jersey and, uh, you guys just the revenue just dropped uh recently for the month of september sports betting handle was north of 700 million dollars yeah. for the month which which means you know revenue uh was probably somewhere between five and ten percent of that i don't know if the revenue numbers came out at the same time but uh handle was handle was massive and uh and we're just seeing more and more growth for the online channels i don't think that's all going back after the pandemic i mean sure. I, I don't even know how does the pandemic end? It's the first time in our life. It could be a very gradual process yeah, over yeah. a number of years. And I, I don't think that people's habits of moving this kind of activity online are just going to change back overnight. Well, let me ask you something. Illinois, for me, is the prime example of how not to do sports betting and roll out sports betting in a proper way. I mean, I look at Michigan right now. We mentioned Michigan about, uh, you know, with Penn National and Barstool opening up a uh, retail sports book in Greektown Casino. But um, Michigan is planning on their online sports books. I mean, what is the plan in Michigan and are they doing it right? Unlike, in my opinion, Illinois. Yeah, well, Illinois is the perfect example of of doing everything wrong and everything, right? I mean, they're they're sort of famously terrible at public policy in that state. But, um, you know, in Michigan, yeah, I mean, I think their their law is certainly much, much smarter than Illinois. Uh, I mean, largely just because they didn't put in all those protectionist measures that Illinois put in. Um, that, you know, it's just really a shame when, when a state goes to such lengths to try to protect incumbent businesses and, and to not allow competition. Yeah. I think Virginia, or I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Michigan has done a, a much better job of, um, opening things up. It, it's similar to New Jersey. You've still got to partner with a land-based casino, but given the number of skins that are going to be allowed there, we're expecting a very robust and competitive market there. The tax rates are, are pretty industry friendly, which means that people can get aggressive with their marketing, with their you know customer offers, not go too crazy on terrible pricing on bets and stuff like that. Give people a chance to get in there and have fun, and hopefully have a chance to win sometimes and not uh, not be bogged down. Um, I, I mean, there are so many different states and so many different approaches, but I think Michigan's an example of a state. 
that has really taken a player and industry friendly approach and not gotten too greedy about upfront tax revenue or anything like that. They're, they look like they're in it for the long term. Are we expecting the usual books in Michigan? I mean, like a BetMGM, FanDuel, DraftKings, will they be present in Michigan? And also, will Michigan have that strange rule where when you want to sign up for your online sports betting account, you have to finish registering at the retail sportsbook? Because hopefully states are starting to catch on that that's a crazy rule. Yeah, Michigan will not have that rule. You'll be able to register online from your mobile device or computer right away once it launches. And the answer to your other question is yes, pretty much, pretty much everybody is going to be there. All the bigs, uh, William Hill, DraftKings, FanDuel, uh, Rush Street, which runs the Bet Rivers, uh, online sportsbook in a lot of states. I believe Barstool. Uh, pretty much all of the biggest operators are going to be in Michigan. And on the poker side, because there's going to be online poker and casino there, there will be poker stars. And uh, I'm guessing uh, I'm guessing Caesars and WSOP are going to find a way in there. I, I haven't heard anything specific about them, but my guess is that pretty much all of the big online poker and casino brands are going to be live in Michigan. You know, another state I want to ask you about, and you, you mentioned it a, a couple minutes ago, and that's Tennessee. I love what Tennessee is doing. And uh, just recently I interviewed Tina Hodges from Tennessee Action 24-7. And it's just Tennessee is so unique. I mean, can you give us a lay of the land about Tennessee and their sports betting market and why it's so different from the rest of the country? Sure, yeah. And and uh, it's cool that you had someone from Action 24-7 on because – They've taken a, a unique approach, yeah. uh, very different than, say, BetMGM or DraftKings or FanDuel. They're really just focused on one single state market right now, which is Tennessee. They're a local company. Um, they're actually their office is, is close to uh, to our main office, which is also in in downtown Nashville. Great. And uh, and so we we're we're very familiar with them. Um, and, and just I mean, for listeners who don't know, I'm, well, I'm based in Atlanta. Our company. Uh, which runs the website Roto Grinders and a bunch of other news websites is based in Nashville. I actually used to live there, went to college there, uh, got very close ties, and, and we all do. And, and so we're tracking this market very closely, and we're excited about it. Uh, we already saw the Titans game, which was Tuesday night uh, against the Bills after getting delayed because of, of some COVID-19 positives, uh, that they were huge uh, bet MGM ads on the scoreboard during the game. Got friends who took pictures of that. I mean, clearly, Bet MGM is going hard there. Other brands are going hard there. Action Twenty Four Seven is is really staking their claim, uh, trying to use their local business connections to to boost their own acquisition there in the state. I think it's going to be an interesting market. It's definitely going to have some some participants that we haven't seen elsewhere. And, uh, and it's going to be because it's online only because there are no brick and mortar casinos in the state. Uh, there's not the same kind of licensing process that you have in a state like New Jersey where you effectively have to piggyback onto a land based casino's license. If you're a brand that is not, is not, you know, attached by company ties to a brick and mortar casino. Um, for example, DraftKings, uh, in, in New Jersey works with resorts to offer their online sportsbook and casino product. And, uh, and so, uh, there's a lot more com- complexity of getting licensed in a state like that. Whereas in Tennessee, they're just going straight through the lottery. Now the states had their own issues. Uh, the regulatory process has taken much, much longer than anyone thought it would early on and anyone hoped it would. I mean, people were talking last year about, about Tennessee online sports betting launching before the football season started in 2019. So there were a lot of people that thought that this market would have been live a full year ago, and it just kept getting pushed back, but it was a couple months here and there. It was, okay, it should be live by the Super Bowl, and then all of a sudden, here we are, and it's October, and October 2020, and it's still not live, and there have been some big personnel changes, but ever since uh, ever since Danielle Boyd got there, uh, she's the VP of, of something there at the Tennessee Lottery now. I've had a lot of a lot of confidence that this market would get up and running uh, the right way. She did a really great job in West Virginia doing the same thing, working with the West Virginia Lottery to push the regulations forward for online sports betting. She really knows what she's doing, and uh, and 
I, I think she's working hard, working like crazy there to get this right. Um, you know, working through some very difficult bureaucratic processes, but uh, I, I think that market will launch and will do well. They do have an impediment that was a self-imposed <laughs> impediment that uh, they're requiring the sports books to have a 90% hold, mm-hmm. uh, or I'm sorry, a, uh, not 90%, 10% hold. Mm-hmm. They're, they're requiring them to pay out no more than 90% of handle back to betters, which is strange because, you know, Sports events can go wrong for the books. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know, ninety percent of people in the Super Bowl bet on a team that wins. I don't know how over the rest of the course of the year they 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 achieve a you know ninety percent payback and not a you know over a hundred percent payback. But that's imposed by the lottery. They're they're looking at the way they look at a lottery, which is that they want sort of a guaranteed amount of revenue coming in it's not really how sports betting works it's going to make some challenges they're probably going to have to focus a lot on parlays that would be my guess is that they're trying to push people heavily into parlay betting which has a higher sort of artificially higher uh hold percentage and and just i mean one more note on that just because it's it's funny i think a lot of people hear that and they think oh they're trying to push people into worse bets i i don't really see it that way i just think it's more like uh people who would have bet on on three different things or possibly might have bet, you know, their, their winnings from one game on another that they instead try to push it into a parlay just to, uh, you know, try to market it a different way that where it just appears that the hold is different than it would be otherwise. I don't think it's, I don't think it's anything logical, uh, you know, that, that people would think about when they're just imagining this, it's just going to be a way to make those numbers look better on paper. Do you think Tennessee is a test case for other states looking maybe to jump into sports betting? Do you think they'll see Tennessee and, you know, maybe only online sports betting works and the way they're doing it works? I mean, how much are people around the country looking at Tennessee right now? I don't think that's the model state. Uh, I think I think there was a an inkling that it might have been when the market when, when the law first passed there. The law looked like it was very flexible and, and gave a lot of opportunities that other states didn't. And I think, you know, they could draw the interest of other states, particularly states that don't have a brick and mortar casino industry and would be looking to regulate via either a brand new regulatory agency or via their state lottery or something like that, um, including a state like Georgia, where I live. Uh, there are a lot of states like this that don't have casinos. And so I think there was that early idea that Tennessee might become the model state. My guess is now that something more like uh, Colorado. Uh, Colorado is getting more of that kind of review of being a, a bit of a test lab, a place where there's a bit more, more of an opportunity for operators to get in there and try new things. And, and something very interesting in Colorado is that that market's only been online for a few months. And yet uh, all kinds of operators have launched there. I believe there are over 20 live online operators now, and uh, including some brands that no one had ever heard of at least uh, people betting online in, in regulated states before. There are some brands that are very unfamiliar to a lot of people, um, and and they're just kind of getting in, testing things out. Uh, some of them are European companies like Betfred, launched for the first time in uh, Colorado. It's a big European book uh, with a lot of retail locations in Europe, but also some of them are, are just uh, online sports books that are American companies that hadn't launched any states yet and found Colorado to be the best place to start trying things out. So I think that that hope that everyone had for Tennessee has, has become hope for Colorado, that it becomes kind of the test lab for the country. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Is your bathroom looking old and worn out? Want to update it, but you don't know where to start? Then let VCI Bath & Shower show you how to turn that old bath into an aisle of beauty and functionality. Our residential bathroom solutions provide the best value on the market, and our customer service is second to none. Our cost-effective VCI Bath & Shower family of products has what you need. Remodeling our bathroom was a big decision for us. They didn't make a mess out of our house at all. And at the end of the day, we had a beautiful new bathroom. And it was a great experience the whole way through. We have the best monthly payment programs in the industry, with payments as low as $68 per month, or no interest, no payments for 18 months. 
That's right. Get the bathroom of your dreams now and pay for it in 2021. Call 1-800-462-5722 for a free no-obligation price quote. That's 1-800-462-5722. When you want quality bathroom products at a great price, it's got to be BCI Bath & Shower. That's 1-800-462-5722. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Adam Small from usbets.com and Better Collective. You know, another state that, that's been in the news a lot lately with regard to sports betting is Virginia. What is going on right now with Virginia? So it's been quiet, right? I mean, compared to at least like where I'm hearing, I hear a lot about Tennessee and I hear a lot about Michigan. And and here we have a state that's a top uh, top ten in population. I believe yep. Virginia is tenth in the country or ninth in the country in population. So it's a, it's a significant state. Uh, obviously, a lot of the people that you know work in Washington D.C. or you know in government related operations live in Virginia, and so it's an important state in a lot of ways. And, and there will be online sports betting there pretty soon. Uh, a lot of sources I've heard have said before the end of the year, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being more like January or February, but uh, they are you know, open for applications, things are moving ahead, and who knows, they could be live in December, and we could have uh, a situation where in the last couple of months of the year, Tennessee, which is you know, a top 20 state, I believe, in population, and then Michigan and Virginia, which are both top 10 states all launch uh, in a short period of time, it's, it's adding a big, big new chunk of the population into the uh, into kind of the uh, the flow of this new sports betting industry. And, and not just a big chunk of the population, it's sort of geographically diverse. Uh, Michigan is, you know, very much a Midwestern Rust Belt state. Um, and then you've got Virginia, which is government heavy, and, and Tennessee, which, you know, while technically next to Virginia, uh, they're two long states, so they're, they they kind of represent different areas and different populations. It'll be interesting to see how uh, how it all plays out once once all three of those are live to join all these other states that have have gone live in the last year or so. 
Adam, we don't have a lot of time left, but I certainly want to get your opinion on what's going on with an offshore sports book called Five Dimes. I mean, they recently paid a <laughs> yeah, they yeah. recently paid a settlement of forty seven million dollars because of illegal gambling allegations, and now they're trying to become a legal sports book in the U.S. What is the situation with Five Dimes currently, and do they even have a shot at becoming a legal sports book operator in the U.S.? I mean, I think it's very unlikely. I should never say that it's impossible because money is the big thing that drives everything in business and politics and everything else. And if they pay enough of it to the right people, they probably can get a chance. What what I'm more um, confused about and uncertain about is why they would be going this path and why you know anyone would would work with them. Uh, they've got one asset that I'm sure is very interesting to a lot of people, which is a huge database of, of existing customers because they've been offering their services for 20 years or so to um, to the U.S. and they've been operated out of Costa Rica, uh, which is a place. I used to live, I knew some of the people that worked at Five Dimes, uh, and, uh, you know, they were, they were very big in the heyday of Costa Rican sports betting, U.S. facing <laughs> sports betting from Costa Rica, but I don't think that their, I think their business has fallen off some. The founder and sole owner, as far as I know, uh, died last year, yeah. and uh, his wife now has been in charge of the business. I from everything I've heard, she doesn't, she wasn't really integrally, integral to, to the business before, uh, before his disappearance and death. And, uh, I'm not sure that, you know, she's someone that has a lot of experience running a business like this or anything like that. And, uh, it, it's a situation that, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me in terms of like them being a brand that would be trying to get into the U S market. I think it does make sense that if allowed, some operator would want their database and it might be that what they're trying to do is make that a non-toxic asset so that a company like bet 365 for example or or unibet might consider you know trying to buy their database just to have an in with more customers in in the u.s uh because they're starting from scratch in the u.s after coming over from europe i, I mean it definitely isn't something that i would put past a company like that but at the same time it's, it's such an uphill climb. Uh, it's not like Five Dimes once offered their services to to the U.S. market. You know, back in a pre-regulatory time when when there were no regulated books. I mean, they were offering their services to U.S. customers earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, they were doing it in the middle of the summer. So, uh, you know, just because they shut down and pay some money to the U.S. And, and you know, stop offering their services in the U.S in the middle of 2020 to me doesn't uh, doesn't mean that all of a sudden they're free and clear to go do whatever they want. You know, each state regulator is going to have to look at them. It's not just like, you know, once they get past their, you know, their federal crimes issues that they're all of a sudden clean gambling regulators look at a lot more than that. Adam Small from usbets.com and Better Collective. Thanks so much for talking with us and keeping us updated on what's going on in the gambling world. You always give us great information and we look forward to next time you're on. Thank you, Dave. It's great to be back. Oh, great to have you. Well, that'll do it for us this week. I'll see you next time on House of Cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.